Welcome to today's episode of the Grind Road to Success podcast, the place to be if you want to learn how to set yourself apart from the competition and reach your highest potential. I'm your host, Zach Krisik, and if you haven't already yet, hit the subscribe button so you never miss out on another podcast episode and the many tips, tricks, and strategies that can help you reach your highest potential. Without further ado, let's get into it. So today we have the pleasure to sit down with former athlete and mindset coach, James Bracken. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, James. Zach, I appreciate you, man. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, man. Let's get right into things. Um, Yeah. Tell us a bit about your kind of experience as an athlete growing up. Uh, You mentioned before you were involved, especially as a baseball player, um, you know, a couple others growing up. What was that process like for you, you know, from a young age to uh, the levels you competed at? Yeah, man. I mean, in the business that I'm in now, I really realized how important mindset was for being an athlete. Uh, Growing up, I was always one of the, I was always a very good player, but I didn't allow myself to show up as in my best when it came to games. So that really held me back when it came to being an athlete, playing baseball. I played football. Uh, I was just a very, I love sports, love sports, always have. I think a lot of people do, but I think that uh, sometimes we can often get in our heads and that'll stunt our growth in a lot of ways. For sure. For sure. I definitely can relate. Uh, You know, when I look back on my performance um, and whatever sport I played, it was the physical side. I realized, all right, I can compete. I never really had a challenge with that, but getting to those higher levels, it was the mindset piece that was really key and that affected my performance. Right. You know, if I went into a game feeling anxious, um, you know, if I kind of stayed in that state, I often wouldn't perform well compared to going into a game where I was super confident. Right. Just having that mindset piece where things were a lot easier or I'd have the best performance, you know, on my life, my career uh, of the year in that situation. But, yeah, what were some of the the key things you found competing at a high level of, of athletics um, that kind of dictated your performance, whether that be on the field or off. Yeah. I mean, I think hard work is always a big component. Like we, we have to work hard regardless and, and being the first person in the gym and the, and the last person out is always, a, uh, is always going to have a component on, on your ability to show up for yourself. I think that regardless of if you're the strongest or if you're the fastest or if you're the best player, it all comes down to how much you're going to show up for yourself. And that's going to show up in how you show up for your, for the game. So, I mean, that was a really big aspect for me. I was always the first person in there. I was always the last one out. And I was definitely a team player. Um, so I was all for it. But I think that something that I really recognized had such an impact on me was, I think when I read the book, Psycho-Cybernetics, it changed my perception of myself. And it made me realize that what held me back from when it came to playing baseball was my perception at my, of myself. Because you know, my coaches always, always rooted me on, were always telling me that I was one of the best players, always doing my best. But when it came down to it, I didn't see myself in that light. And I think that was, was something really held me back for sure. I hear you. Yeah, for sure. And especially relating to that imposter syndrome, which I feel like a lot of people and a lot of athletes have, whether they realize it or not, 
is when we get to a certain level, right, we start having these fears, these doubts, these insecurities that come up. And that holds us back from truly reaching our highest potential and performing at the levels we want. And kind of like you said, you know, with the coaching, it's not often others that hold hold us back. It's ourselves and our own minds that hold us back from, you know, getting to that next level and pushing through those challenges that we kind of face along that process. Um, but yeah, you know, what are some other kind of strategies that you learned along the way that helped you kind of navigate that process with a bit more ease? Yeah, I want to reinforce what you just said there, because I, I absolutely do believe that's a really big part to recognize that, you know, we are often the biggest uh, blockage in, in our growth, right? Like what I do as a coach is I help entrepreneurs and business owners identify and remove the self-sabotaging behaviors that stop them from following through uh, on their goals. And so if we do that and we we replicate that in, a, in an athlete's mind, a lot of the time we know what we need to be doing to, to get to that next level and to put in the work and do all of the things that are really going to have the biggest impact. But oftentimes maybe we just don't feel like it or you know, we don't have the support for uh, of our teammates or of our coaches. I know for me, my, and during my high school uh, experience was I loved baseball all the way up to high school. And then my coach ruined it for me. He ruined it. And it was, it was, I realized that my coach had, I, I realized at that time, how much of an impact coaches and your teammates and how much of a impact your environment's going to have on you. And I think that was, was something that, that changed my, my perception of sports entirely for sure. Yeah. And that's a great point right there that I want to touch on as well is just the importance of environment is who you're surrounded around, um, you know, your, your nature, your environment, whether that be in athletics, in school, um, the friends you hang around, that's going to dictate a lot of your results right then and there. Most people don't realize is certain energies, right? So you can walk in a room and if you're filled with a bunch of negative people, well, more often than not, you're going to probably feel pretty negative in that aspect too. compared going to a team, um, you know, class where everyone's positive, you know, you want to learn, you want to get better. That's going to be an up uplifting environment where you have that positive energy. Um, so that's a huge thing that I realized, especially on teams, you know, team chemistry is some teams may not be the most talented but some have that cohesion and that chemistry that allows them to push to that higher potential, right? Everyone's on the same path. Everyone's moving in unison together. And that can make a huge difference, especially in the long run. And when you get to those higher levels. Um, but yeah, that's a huge piece right there is the environment. And like you said, with coaching too, that can be a huge thing that affects a lot of athletes, um, you know, mindset, just their passion for the game and I feel like, yeah, like you said, coaches have that huge impact to either push someone to that higher level or break them down entirely. And there's a very thin, very thin line um, that can really, really do that. But yeah, what are some other keys that you kind of found that either helped you at the next level or things that you noticed between, you know, say those higher level athletes um, and other athletes that were kind of just performing at that lower level? Yeah, I believe there's a, and this comes in the correlation of, of coaching in the world or in, in athletics as well as there's a difference between being interested and being committed. And I think that was a really, a huge shift that I realized because a lot of the people that, 
that want to reach that next level. You know, I think everyone that is is that plays sports at a, a lower level wants to go to the pros. They want to do to be the best. Um, but I think that a lot of us get caught in wanting to be the best in the world rather than being the best that we can be. Right. And so when we get caught up in trying to be the best in the world or the best on the team or the best in the nation, we got we get caught in comparison. And that comparison trap can really push you to envy others. And then that hurts your perception of yourself. And that hurts the way that you show up for yourself, because if someone's higher than you and you envy where they are, then it's only going to push you to not show up as your best self. And if you're not showing up as your best self, how are you going to practice at your best? How are you going to show up as your best? How are you going to play as your best? And I think that was something that was really, really huge because if you see in the major leagues, most people are not going to, and I'm just saying baseball here, but the ones that are doing the best are not the ones that are smashing their helmets. They're not the ones that are, you know, breaking the bats when they, when they, when they strike out or whatever would happen, but it's the people that, all right, I realize, you know, that wasn't the best one, but okay. How's how's the next uh, at bat going to go? And they focus on the, the solutions instead of the problems. And I think that uh, discrepancy was something that was really, really huge because if you can't win the battle in your mind, you're not going to win the battle in the game. And so I think that that's the real big uh, difference that the, the people that are at the best are not playing a game of comparison. They're not trying to battle anything but themselves. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's the thing is when you start looking externally, that's when you start losing. That was the biggest thing I realized, especially competing at that college level is I need to start looking internally about, okay, what can I actually control? What can I change? Because so many athletes, they focused on the external circumstances of, oh, it's the refs, it's the weather, right? The field conditions. It's like, you can't change any of that. It's, it's impossible. So stop trying. You're just wasting your energy compared to, yeah, coming back and thinking, all right, things didn't go the way I wanted, but what can I do about it? What can I control about it? And when you have that control, now that's what allows you to actually change and do something about it in the long run or the short term. Um, but yeah, when, you know, things didn't go your way on the field, um, you know, or whether it just be in, in the classroom as well, what were some things you did to kind of get back on track and help you stay consistent? One thing that was really big, and this sounds minor, but if you get into any kind of self-development in any way, I think that you realize it's a really big uh, impact. And I'm going to go back to self-image because I believe that that's going to have the biggest impact on your life. I think that uh, something, uh, there's a quote that really resonated with me, and I think it'll resonate with a lot of your athletes. And it's that all that matters is how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself. I think that especially whether it's in high school, whether it's in college, just in the world, we get really caught up in trying to, uh, you know, we care so much about what other people think of us that we never even begin to think about what we think about ourselves. And so that's going to really have an impact on the way that we show up for ourselves, whether that's in the classroom, whether it's on the field, whether that's in business or wherever you end up trying to go in life. If your reflection, if your relationship with yourself is not strong, then the way that you show up for yourself will not be strong. Um, and I think for me, that really shifted my mindset and it changed the way that I played. It changed the way that I showed up for school was I would speak affirmations. So when I was in, I, I played outfield. So when I was in out, when I was in the outfield, um, my glove was broken in terribly. And this is a funny story. My, my glove was broken in terribly. Love the glove, but it was broken in so bad. So when a ball would, it would come into my glove, it would literally pop out because it, it was so broken in so bad. 
And so I'd be, I'd go on, I'd go on the field nervous thinking that I'm going to drop a ball. And if you're already imagining something that is going to happen, then you, you push yourself towards that future. Uh, as, as we were speaking before this about the neuroscience of things that our, our nervous system and our mind doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is imagined. And so if you think something's going to happen before it happens, you're already moving yourself towards that reality. And so I moved myself towards that reality unconsciously and that, that sabotaged so much of my success in the way that I showed up for myself. And so in between uh, pitches, I would literally speak affirmations to myself consistently. I'm confident. I am strong. I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident because I didn't see myself as a confident human. And now it's funny enough because I coach people on becoming more confident, right? But uh, that was something that was really, that really shifted the way that I showed up for myself because it wasn't a comparison game. It wasn't trying to be better than this guy. It was just trying to be the best version of myself not comparing, not predicting, but just being so present in the moment and being confident in who I am. It allowed me to show up as my best self. And I played better than I ever have in my life. That's a great story. And yeah, I feel like many other athletes can relate because yeah, just that mindset we have, whether it's going into a game, the practice, right? The new year that dictates, right? Ultimately how you're going to play and how you feel. So if, yeah, you walk onto that field and you're not very confident, right? That's fine. Not, we're not going to be confident all the time. Um, but using those affirmations, like you said, can allow us to get back, back on track. All right. Focus on what's important and allow ourselves to get back into that game, right. To create change and start getting the results we want instead of diving down that hole where it's just negative thoughts, right? I'm not good enough. I can't do this. Uh, you're struggling. And then you just dig yourself that deeper hole. That's great point right there walking on the field and how you think how you feel is going to dictate how you play in the long run and that's such a vital piece and whether we realize it or not subconsciously right we're always dictating how how we're going to play and perform way before it even happens so you know preparation starts days before uh, a game it doesn't just start the day before right waking up or just showing up to the field and that can be a big thing that, you know, either makes you or breaks you in the long term. I think as you were speaking there, um, as you said, the, it starts way before the game, right? Um, there is, I'm a huge Steelers fan to give you context. And I'm just going to jump into something that I love of Mike Tomlin. And that's the the, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And and as he speaks, he's, he always has this saying, and it's the standard is the standard. That's what he says. The standard is the standard. And this is coming from a man that has never had a losing season in 18 years. He has never had a losing season, regardless if we went to the Super Bowl or if we didn't. The standard is the standard. And it shows that regardless of what is happening, if you feel like showing up, if you don't feel like showing up, if you don't feel at your best, if you're at your best, the standard is the standard, right? And so if we have that in our mind to, you know, if if you read the book, um, the Power of One More by Ed Milet. And it really talks about uh, the power of one more rep, the power of one more mile, the power of one more is is building your relationship with yourself so that when it comes to the game, you're the most confident version of who you can be. Because I really truly believe it comes down to confidence. If you're able to be confident in who you are, those are the people that are going to stand out regardless if they played their best or if they didn't play their best. They believe in their ability to show up for themselves. In the next game, they're going to show up even better. Right. So I think having the standard for what you believe to be uh, your who you are really is going to is going to show you proof of how you're going to show up in the game. Right. Like we only have one reputation with ourselves. 
right? And if we're doing 11 reps when we really meant to do 12, that may seem insignificant, but when it comes to the game, you're going to remember that. But if you do 13 reps instead of 12, you're going to remember, you're going to remember and you're going to be like, wow, right? Well, I just show up for myself. The standard is the standard and that's just simply how it is. And then that replicates into how you show up for the game and your results in the game, right? For sure. Yeah, I love that. And when you really think about it, the difference in a game, you know, those championship games or whatever it may be, it's made in inches, not miles. And that's a huge thing when you think about the preparation you're putting in, right? What you're doing to perform at your highest potential and succeed in the long term. Um, But I really think about that in the gym. You know, have you ever been in the gym where you say, all right, I'm going to get 10 reps in or whatever, push some heavy weight. Um, But then you get to the seventh or eighth one and you think, oh, I don't know if I can do this, right? I'm just going to give up right now. You know, uh, this is too, too tough, too heavy. One thing I learned about the way our mind thinks and operates is when we feel like giving up, our body is only technically 40% done. So your body can technically push 60% more to reach that higher potential before you truly burn out and, and fatigue. So that was just really interesting thinking about that in the gym, because that's always, you know, me when you're in the middle of, okay, it's been a long gym day or uh, pushing some heavy weight and you get to those last sets or, or last reps, you think, all right, just one more, just one more. All right. Or you finish your, your reps and you just say one more. And that's, I think what really makes the difference between elite athletes and average athletes is just those little things, you know, getting 1% better each day. And that's something I live by is, you know, just get 1% better each day. Did you do something to better yourself? Did you improve at something? Awesome. Then we're moving forward. And, and yeah. So relating to that, do you kind of have like a motto or anything you live by in life um, to keep you on track with your purpose and kind of stay consistent in that sense? Yeah. um, There's one, there's one saying and it's uh, because I growing up, I think that especially in school, we're taught that if we fail, like we are a failure, we identify as that failure. I think that's a lot of people's lives, right? And and that's why they settle for less than they deserve. Um, because when we're we're taking a test, right? If we fail that test, we view ourselves as a failure. And I just see through that perception. Something that really has shifted my perspective on the way that I show up for my business, the way that I show up for my clients in the world is that failure is feedback. Failure is not final. Failure is feedback. How can I iterate upon this, right? Life, we are never going to be perfect. We're imperfect humans. And if we always try to have these this perfectionist mindset that we have to always be our best, we have to always show up as, you know, being as perfect as we can be, that that expectation for ourselves only disempowers, only disempowers ourselves to not show up. Because if we can't show up as our best, then we're not going to show up at all. So how can we make the standard the standard and just simply show up and seek that failure so that we can get more feedback to get better, to improve, to iterate, and to become the best version of ourselves? Because I truly believe life in its entirety is a game. And if we stop focusing on where we want to be and just focus on where we are right now and just focus on being better and better and better, as you say, 1% better every single day, we're going to get to where we want to be, but not if we're focusing on that end point. Let's just focus on today. Let's focus on seeking more failure so we can get more feedback and we can just continue. And I think that if we find a way to make failure fun, that's where the game really gets fun. That's where life really gets. I I think life isn't 
I don't like to say so life is simple, not easy. I think the 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 difference between that is really, really big because I think like life isn't easy by any means. But what we have to do, we all know what we need to do, right? It's simple. We all know what we need to do. It's just getting down to doing it and then getting past those blockages that we have in our mind to really show up as our best selves and get out of our own damn way. Cause we're we're sub we're always subconsciously uh, you know, standing in our own way. And that's that's exactly why uh from even really um athletics was was that was really big for me. I realized my mind was my biggest battle. So that made me dive into psychology. It made me dive into philosophy. It made me dive into neuroscience. And I was like, dude, how can I get past myself? Now I help my clients with that. And I really realized that life is really a mental game. It's not easy, but it can be simple if you let it be. I love it. Yeah, that's a great perspective. And I just think, yeah, back to when I played, there's those sabotages you you, you place in front of yourself, whether you realize it or not. And sabotaging yourself isn't going to help you get to that next level. And we got to be able to identify, all right, what's holding us back? What can we change? Who's holding us back? And more often than not, like you say, it's ourselves. And that's the biggest thing that limits us from getting to that next level. And just going back to your kind of first point about failure. Yeah, I feel like that's the biggest thing that holds people back, especially athletes from truly getting to that next level, um, from truly pushing to that higher potential is in this day and age, so many people are afraid of failure because we're afraid of what other people think. And this starts, especially at a young age, right? Mm -hmm. If we're going to dive into the teenage years, high school years, um, that's all about comparison. It's all about, you know, what do people think about me? What am, what am I wearing? Um, what music do I listen to? Um, what group do I fit into? And yeah, like those are things that can all dictate your performance. Um, and, and that failure, like you said, it's just feedback. That's how we learn. So if you can embrace that failure, you're going to succeed a lot quicker than most people trying to avoid it. And that was honestly the biggest lesson I learned is you sometimes you got to embrace the suck, right? You got to do the things you don't like. And that's the thing is most people, they know what to do, like you say it, like you said, but we just don't want to do it, right? Or we don't know how to do it sometimes, but we can only always figure out ways, right? We can always change, we can shift, we can pivot, but you're never truly failing unless you give up. That's at least kind of just the mindset I have. But yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah, I love it. You're speaking all David Goggins right now, man. I'm loving every ounce of it. I think um, I think one thing too, and this really goes back to, I think that to be a really good athlete, you have to be, you have to be really mentally tough as we always talk about, right? Like you have to have that mental toughness, but I also believe that we have to, for me at least, and being where I am now, I've really recognized that it's not just a fear of failure, but some people have a fear of success, right? Like I, I've worked with clients that, you know, self-published authors, fear of success. Like what, what happens when I get all the things that I want and then I have to do more, right? Like when, when we really think about it, um, if you did everything, if you got everything that you ever wanted, there was a lot of live, like there's a lot that, that comes down to that, right? There's a lot that you have to put in. There's a lot more work that comes at a higher level, right? And some people are too afraid to really take on all that it really has to, that really comes along with the success that they want. Right. So I think getting really, really clear on what your fear is, is going to help you overcome that fear. So whether that's a fear of success, a fear of rejection, a fear of failure. Right. So if, if I put all of my effort into this and I fail at it, how are people going to think about me? And if that's something that you think about, you already lost. Right. So I think about winning 
in your mind will allow you to win in the world. And it, again, we don't have to have everything figured out. I don't have everything figured out. You don't have everything figured out. The people that are the best and the best in the world, like I think of Mike Trout, I think of Tom Brady, they don't have everything figured out. Tom Brady is getting divorced right now, right? Like there is, there's times where we have to recognize that we're not going to have everything figured out, but as long as we just don't stop, we're going to make progress, right? So I think that is a, a real big um, thing for me because as a coach, I sometimes feel like I have to have everything figured out or I'm not showing up as my best for my clients, but I'm reminded oh so often that I don't have everything figured out, but if I just don't stop, I'll make a little bit more progress. I'll show up a little bit better and I'll continue to get to where I want to be, but I'm not focused on where I want to be. I'm just focused on getting a little bit better. And I think when you find a way to enjoy the process, you 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 embrace the suck. Uh, the hard things don't have to be so hard, but I think that hard things happen through our perception, right? Obstacle, a uh, book, that favorite book of mine, and I'll make a bunch of recommendations of books through here, but Obstacles Away was something that changed my life changed my life forever and it was the obstacle truly is the way if we think of jackie robinson if we think of some of the, the best athletes that ever faced the earth they were able to see a a way through the obstacle they were they were able to reiterate the way that they looked at their obstacles and i think that was something that really shifted for me for sure for sure for sure yeah that's a great perspective and another great uh recommendation for for the books here yeah um awesome. Yeah. So definitely if you're listening to this, go check them out. Um, but yeah, you know, like the limits we put on ourselves, right. That was a big shift and big perspective shift. I realized was every single limit I had was put on by myself, right. And my own paradigm and the way I thought about everything. So when we talk about terms of like perfection is I realized the closer you try to get to perfection, the further it keeps moving away. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're chasing it. And you're never going to, you're never going to catch it. All right. Yeah. Perfect doesn't exist, but what we can do is we can strive to reach a higher potential. All right. We want to perform at that higher level, right? We want to get good marks in our classes. We want to become that professional athlete someday. That's the goal. All right. If we keep doing things to get better every, every single day, right? Just 1% better. We're consistently growing. And along that process, is is what truly determines you know our success is what do you do on the days you don't feel like waking up right what do you do in your daily week in your routine right because that's going to compound to build up your long-term results and yeah that was just a huge kind of shift i realized that allowed me to reach a higher potential but just to focus you know on the small things right like you you were kind of saying before right we have our big goals uh, we have a purpose that we're striving towards, but it all starts with, with the little things, right? The habits, the routines, the mindset you take every single day, that's going to influence. Yeah. You know, your results, um, and how you perform, whether that's on the field in your studies, uh, and in life itself, do you have any other, you know, strategies or kind of tips you'd see? suggest for other athletes or just others in general to, you know, reach a higher potential or kind of, kind of succeed, uh, managing all those changes and challenges that happen in life. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's one, um, if you, if you're aware of who he is, his name's Justin Sua. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's the, the, the mental performance coach for the Browns right now. Not the great, not the best team to be for right now, but he was there when the Tampa Bay Rays won. Right. So, 
something that he talks about is systems over goals. And I love that perspective on things because when we're, I'm a very, I'm a goal oriented person. I can say it, but I'm a very, very growth oriented person first and foremost, because I think when we focus on our goals, it sometimes disempowers us because maybe we're a little bit farther than we want to be, right? Like if our goal is to get to the pros and we're in high school, it's going to be disempowering because we're going to think that it's, it's a, that's a real big mountain to climb. What about that tree about 10 meters away? What if we just focus on the systems that get us to that 10 meters and we just keep focusing on a little bit 10 meters and 10 meters and 10 meters and we just keep going. I think that focusing on the system that you're doing instead of the goal that you want to achieve is going to allow you to make more progress towards it because you're not focused on where you want to be. You can have that in the forefront. I write my goals down every single day. I have it in the forefront of my mind, but that's not where I'm focused. I'm focused on how can I get a little bit better today? How can I just show up for myself today? So like if I have a system to to make a, a post every single day, for example, if I just make one post every single day, that's going to get me out to a whole lot more people, right? But if I'm focused on getting 10,000 followers, that's going to disempower me, right? That's just an example, but it's really the, it's the principle. If we're focused on where we want to be, then it's going to disempower us and we're not going to show up enough times to get to where we want to be. But if we just focus on the system that's going to get us there, seems a lot easier. For sure, right? It's all that that perspective, that focus um, that determines where we're going to go, right? If we're focused way off in the distance, we don't see what's in front of us, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's say you're driving a car and you're focused way off in the distance, what's going to happen? You're probably going to crash. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just taking a step back, all right? Shifting that focus and that perspective, again, to what we can control, right? I always like to think about, all right, how can I control the situation I'm in, right? How can I dictate the change I want? How can I get the results I want? Um, so yeah, how can I focus on, you know, what's in front of me right now? That tree, like you said, right? To break down that massive mountain that we got to climb ahead. And I feel like that's another thing, you know, where athletes can kind of stray, especially with that mindset piece is they look, all right, these massive goals or these expectations I got to achieve, especially at those next levels right? You get to the college level. All right. You got to perform. Otherwise you don't play, right? Mm -hmm. You got to get good grades. Otherwise you don't play. There's, there's a lot riding on things and there's a lot more, uh, kind of risk involved, mm -hmm. but if we can learn to manage that risk, that's where it makes it easier on ourselves, right? That's where we can actually get the results we want, uh, make an impact and, and change, uh, you know, whether it's our performance on the field or off the field kind of thing. Man, I would say that the, the whole purpose of life is to enjoy the passage of time. I bring that up because we talk a lot about mental performance. We talk a lot about embracing the suck and all these things. But I think that if you don't enjoy the journey of getting to where you want to go, then what's the point, right? If, if, if we're always focused on the desire of, of, of getting to the pros or getting to that goal, and we're not focused on finding a way to make the the goal fun. Like for me, with what I do with my clients is we 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 have to have discipline, right? But how can we make discipline fun? The only way that discipline is actually going to stick if we can make it if we can make it sustainable is if we can make it fun. How can we make it a little bit more fun? How can I make it work for me? How can I make how can I do the things that I need to do but make it work where my energy is the best during the day, right? So I think remembering that life is very finite. We have a short amount of time on this earth. And if we don't enjoy the passage of time, if we don't enjoy the process of getting to where we want to go, 
a desire is a contract that you make with your, yourself to be unhappy until you get what you want. And so if you're, if you're only focused on where you want to go and not actually enjoying the journey of getting there, well, you're not going to stay consistent enough to get there. So I would say, find a way to make what you're doing fun, release the pressure, because in the grand scheme of things, this, this, this place that you want to get to and this, uh, you know, future that you want to have isn't really going to matter if you don't enjoy getting there. So I, I would say that for sure. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. That's another great perspective um, for athletes or just anyone in general is right. Take that step back. Just enjoy the process because, you know, maybe it'll be kind of uh, um, not the, the greatest way to end this podcast, but um, you know, I like to just connect with our mortality is understanding that we're all going to die someday. Absolutely. <laughs> like, you know, I know it's morbid to think, but Hey, we're all going to die someday. So why are you worried about everything else? It's not going to matter in five, 10 years. It's not going to matter in 50 years. Right. And then I just think about that relating to the time, because I was always someone who, you know, super ambitious. I want things now, right. I need to get it done now, now, now that kind of perfectionist mentality, um, that was just me personally, but yeah, when I, when I tried to rush, it just, you know, made things worse compared to stepping back and realizing, Hey man, you could be gone tomorrow. Like God forbid. Right. But you could be gone tomorrow. Why are you stressing about this? Right. There's so many other things that you can be grateful for right now. Um, and that you can shift your focus back to that allows you to stay positive, stay consistent in the moment rather than worrying and stressing um, and being anxious about things that, you know, aren't going to matter in the long term. So I think that was just a huge perspective shift. I realized just kind of adding on to your point there. hundred percent. I, I, as you were saying that uh, I thought of Memento Mori, remember your death. And, and it goes back to like the, the book I mentioned, Obstacles the Way was by Ryan Holiday is a person that talks so much about Stoic philosophy. And it really, really shifted my mindset because I lost my father at 37, my uncle at 37, and my grandfather right before he was about to retire. So I was able to see very young that our that's why I say our life is so finite. Like our time on this earth is so finite. And the legacy, I think, is something that people focus on very frequently. Like I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave so much. But when we recognize like the biggest people in the world, some some ancient philosopher that that created this enormous, you know, impact on the world a hundred years ago no one knows who he is today so why focus on living why focus on leaving this amazing legacy when when you really think about it in the grand scheme of things it's not going to matter in 200 years from now so how about we just focus on being the best we can be forget about leaving this this amazing legacy in on the world but just be the best that you can be today and then that's going to have an impact on someone else that's going to have an impact on your team that's going to have an impact on how you show up for yourself and i think that if we just focus on being our best selves Everything else is a reflection of that. So I would absolutely, and yeah, I, I'm standing right by it for sure. I love it. I love it. And I think that's where I want to leave us today. So that's a great point to end on. Um, but yeah, I want to thank you very much, James, for taking the time to sit down with us today, share your insights, your perspective relating to that sports side of things, um, but just also life itself, right? And how we can perform at that higher potential, um and how we can just enjoy the process right when things start to get crazy hectic uh chaotic we can just reframe that take take a step back and think all right you know what can i control what can i do uh are we having fun 
do I enjoy this? Because those are the things that matter at the end of the day. And yeah, so I want to just thank you again for joining us today um, and hope to have you on again someday soon here. Absolutely. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. Glad to be here. Cheers. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, then make sure to share it with a teammate or friend. And as always, never settle for average and keep on striving to reach your highest potential on the grind road to success.